Hi, everyone. So I'm here with Bo Jensen. He's produced this um, fantastic uh, well, educational short film, animated educational short film called Bug Bottle. Um, thank you both for joining us. Um, and as I said, I'm going to go, thank you for putting your film into our festival. And over to you in terms of a brief synopsis, please. Sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. Um, the synopsis of it, uh, it, it came from an idea that uh, a colleague of mine, uh, Conrad Poltier, bought up back in 2008. He's a mathematician in Berlin, and he's very involved in visualizing mathematics. A lot of his research topics in math, uh, he sees the power in trying to visualize this to bring it to a broader audience. And he was saying how there are many topics in topology in particular that have never really been illustrated very well and shown in a way that a novice audience can appreciate. And they are, topology is a study of, you know, of these forms and structures in space. So it does lend itself to being very visual, but there are these um, uh, topics, uh, um, well, to get technical, it's a, uh, uh, non-orientable fourth dimensional closed manifolds, which I say none of that in the video because it's all visual. Um, yes. So taking this complex idea uh, and showing a way that uh, it's actually very palpable and very beautiful. So posing it as kind of a, a challenge. Can you take a bug and put it in a closed bottle and the bottle has no holes or gaps in it, but can the bottle be structured in a way that the bug could just crawl straight out of it. And there's actually three ways of accomplishing this, three different structures, and the video goes about um, how they're formed. And along the way, it shows you what a, a fourth-dimensional piece of geometry would look like, how it would behave. Thank you. And, and for uh, lay people such as myself, what was really interesting about this, uh, this is just giving you a couple of examples of people who haven't seen it, I knew of Taurus, a, a Taurus, but mainly from you know, stuff with nuclear fusion. So I, I understood what, what the um, the physics were. And also, but you talk about that in a Mobius strip, but you do it in a really, really, this sound, this is not meant to sound patronising, because oh. I'm hoping this is kind of the idea behind it. You, you structure it in such a way that you've made it so anyone can understand it. And that's the beauty of this film. And obviously people won't know that, but I, I do urge them to watch them for that very reason. Oh, uh, thank you. No, that, that's the plan. The idea that... Uh, there are many of these, you know, quote unquote, complicated concepts, high end concepts that don't really have to be. I think um, that's the power of visualization. What I really, as a storyteller, what I'm drawn toward is um, taking these ideas, taking these uh, concepts and bring it to an audience, uh, making it visual and, and showing the the, the beauty of it, the structure that's not that uh, complicated. I think when you just look at the abstract side of it, yeah. um, you know, you look at the formula that, desc that describes these things and yeah, it looks like a bunch of weird symbols oh and you have gosh. no yeah. idea what it means. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's the same thing like if you were to look at sheet music and look at the notes, you say, well, it's a bunch of black dots. That doesn't mean much to me. But <laughs> if, yeah, but if, if that's the, an abstraction of the music and what my job is as a filmmaker is to play that music for you so you can hear it and see the beauty in it and it's something that is interesting and also personally relevant um so you can connect to the audience with this so before because i think i i hope i'm right in saying this this is a, one of a number of 
of educational films that you've been involved in, I think, isn't it? First. Yes, I've, I've done a, a good number of these. And part of this is, like I say, it's a, a challenge to, um, I did one with my colleague Conrad, where we talked about the history of discrete geometry and some of these topics he was doing, um, but making it relevant for an audience. And, and part of that is, um, I think, the storytelling aspect. So much education, I think, is based uh, wrongly so on reductionism. We mm. can make this easier for an audience to understand if we keep reducing it down and making it simpler and simpler and simpler. And in, in doing so, it almost confuses the concept and, and frankly, t- makes it devoid of many real meaning and connection. I think you can take a, a compelling novel or a film and just kind of in a reduction, you know, reduce it down to this kind of sense where it's just the basic plot and it's boring and there's no connection to the audience. Why should they care? Yeah. Um, same thing with this. It's looking at the idea, but kind of putting it in the context of a story, using it as a way of grabbing the audience's attention. And um, it, it gives it a, a foundation. It gives a context and a, a relevance to the person. Um, and if you use the same kind of bag of tricks that we have as, as filmmakers and use that to communicating these concepts, then you, you can take somewhat further than you thought you could. You, you can make these quote unquote impossible uh, things very intuitive and beautiful. And from an education standpoint, it's something I think is, is very important. When I was teaching math, well, I, I still teach mathematics, um, I want to make sure my class does something impossible every week or something they thought was impossible. Because when you have someone see something uh, that looks impossible, that, that can't be accomplished, and then they see how, wait, no, I can do that. I can understand this. That is beyond empirically teaching them something. It's hitting them at a gut level. It's, it's expanding what's possible. And it's helping empower them to understand something now that they thought couldn't be done a moment ago. Um, so it's, it's a highly motivating and way to, uh, it's a way to connect to your audience, to, to make the impossible, not just understandable, but then make it beautiful. Thank you. And, and Bo, if, if I was to put you on the spot and say, which do you enjoy more teaching or make, filmmaking, which would it be? Um, my answer would be that I see them as not being very different. I see both of them as engaging with an audience. If you are a good filmmaker, you, you have an audience, and when your work starts, you have to grab their attention very quickly. And you have to uh, convey a, a message to them, you know, convey some kind of story and take them along for the ride. And that's the exact same thing that I do when I teach. Um, actually, Bug Bottle was kind of a mark and a transition in my career. Um, I had done a little bit of teaching in the past, but I worked in production. I worked in visual effects. Um, I was a CG supervisor working on uh, movies and television and that's highly creatively engaging and great, but it doesn't didn't offer me much time to do my own work. Oh, okay. so, so yeah. So I, I actually had to kind of step away from doing visual effects production to I, I now am education lead at the Noman School in Hollywood. I'll make a plug for the school, uh, G-N-O-M-O-N dot E-D-U. It's a really amazing visual effects school. Um, and I see a lot of what I do when I sit down in front of a, uh, a, a classroom. Uh, is not being that dissimilar to what a filmmaker does. I'm sitting in front of an audience. I have to grab their attention. I have to compel them. I have to take them a bit of a journey. 
And uh, again, it's, it's engaging with the audience. And now the, maybe the end result is different, but I, I hope that I still, you know, in the same way that my visual effects could excite and, you know, enthrall an audience, I'm hoping that when I teach, I am in- engaging with my audience and in- empowering them and inspiring them just with kind of a different, uh, different medium. No, and, and it's supposed to be an odd question, but because the way teaching is changing in terms, I don't know, what I'm trying to say is I, I think teaching teachers are undervalued. I really do. Mm-hmm. However, interestingly, co- the, 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 the terrible devastation that COVID's wrecked on, mm-hmm. on the, on the, the world or globally certainly in the UK has exposed the fact that I've been trying to teach my eight-year-old son and God, God help me I found it very difficult yes but but it's re- reaffirmed my belief in how important teachers are which can only be a good thing so I guess what um, the question I was trying to say is I don't want to say is math seen as not sex is the wrong word I'm trying to use but what I'm trying to say is okay let me put it positively this way do you think that people's Choosing maths as a subject is losing its veneer if it ever had one. Or, or, or in other words, are people moving away? Because people, they chop and change. Mm-hmm. Subjects rise and fall in terms of interest, mm-hmm. just human nature. I mean, where are we in terms of people taking up math courses? For me, I think uh, it's a question of what is math for? Why do we need math? In fact, I would argue that, um, you know, okay, long division. Everybody learns long division uh, in, you know, in school. It's a critical thing. You're drilled on it, you know, for yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks, years. And when's the last time you sat down with paper and pencil and did long division? Well, when uh, I was teaching my eight-year-old son, I had done it for years, but now I'm doing yeah. But you're absolutely yeah. right. I, I, I use a calculator like everyone else. Yeah. So I would say, if anything, uh, the what math is, is changing. It does mean the division's not important. It does mean the calculator can be mathematical. Um, it means that we have tools that are freeing us up to do the real work. And I would say that maybe make a distinction between arithmetic and mathematics, if you want to get into kind of nomenclature. I would say arithmetic is what a computer can do. But arithmetic, that, that kind of number crunching is less important. Uh, what's critical and always has been critical uh, is the mathematics, the thinking, the the creativity of it. I think people often don't connect mathematics as being a creative subject, but it's quantitative logical problem solving. This is a way of dissecting your world into quantitative bits and, and finding patterns and understanding it. And that's something a computer can never take away. Yeah. In the same way, as a digital artist, you could say that the software I have can do more and more, but it's not taking away my job as an artist. It's enabling me to do more. So I think the idea uh, with math is it's still just as important, but I think if anything uh, it's now we need to be honed in on what really is important about it. What's important is not kind of uh, rote repetitive skills that um, are, are less important. What's important is to get the, the thinking to know not just here's how I do multiplication, but when I am looking at my world and observing patterns and phenomenon, when does this tool come into play and how can this describe a pattern of, of how things relate? That's, that's what's important about division. 
No, in fact, yeah, and that's a really great point. And I think that kind of goes full circle to Bug Bottle and no doubt to your other educational film. Yeah. Because uh, it's distilled in such a way that, as I said, I watched it again before we had mm-hmm. this conversation. And I'd seen it a couple, a couple of months ago, but obviously I wanted to refresh my, my memory. And it, it done it in a really intuitive um, and I don't want to say simple way because that sounds again patronised, but it does. No, no, no. A really uh, interesting, understandable way. That might be a better way to describe, which I'm hope I'm sure is what you're trying to get to in any case. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something about it. I try to always acknowledge in my pieces is um, kind of a, a playfulness with the ideas of exploring. So I don't think it's as important just to go from. A to B to find the way to get to the solution, but fi- but to kind of make the mistakes along the way. But if yeah. you tried this, oh wait, that doesn't work. Because I think that's important when you don't acknowledge these basic questions or kind of foibles along the way that, that gives you an unrealistic um, evolution of the idea. So it, it is, I, I, I like that it seems very, almost naive, seems very simple because that's, that's hopefully showing that I've, I've expunged it of all the, the techno. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've taken the uh, terminology and the abstraction out of it. No, and it's, this be- it's, it's a beautiful little puzzle that just kind of solves before your eyes. No, by that, that's brilliant. Listen, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate Absolutely. it. And um, clearly um, I could talk to you all day long. <laughs> no, 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 because I, I love this kind of uh, field anyway. I'm not particularly good at maths, but, um, and, you know, geometry and physics, or I lo- although I do love love them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more films like this are needed just because people that do show an interest, actually in later life, um, because funny enough, I used sport as an example. I wasn't particularly interested in sport when I was a youngster, but as I got older, I became very interested in sport and mm-hmm. it's the same with maths and physics, mm-hmm. cosmology and, and, and loads of different subjects I'm interested in. And I think things like this re-engage people and... and are very important so thank you very much for your time like i said a moment ago thank you for actually coming to our festival really appreciate it definitely thank you so very much i appreciate it okay take care and have a a wonderful day you too Bye. bye